Good morning. The Prime Minister has ended days of speculation, announcing plans to raise the tax on superannuation accounts with big balances. From the 2025-26 financial year, those with super balances of more than $3 million will pay double the tax rate, rising from 15 to 30 per cent. The Prime Minister says this only applies to around 80,000 people and will generate $2 billion for the budget. Mr Albanese insists the changes won't kick in until the next election, but the coalition is accusing him of breaking a major promise. For more, we're joined by political reporter Jennifer Beshwati in Canberra now. Good morning, Jen. Labor is defending its decision. Yes, it certainly is. Good morning, Jody. The government is making the point that the overwhelming majority of Australians will not be affected by these changes. But the political argument here is that the Prime Minister is on record before the election saying that he doesn't intend to make any changes to superannuation. And of course, the opposition is branding this a broken election promise, saying more tax changes are on the way. Well, they refused to rule out imposing capital gains tax on Australians' homes. They refused to rule out getting rid of negative gearing. And we know they're coming after franking credits. But because these changes don't actually come into effect until 2025, the government argues it's not a broken promise because it will be taken to the people at the next election. In the meantime, the Prime Minister was given an opportunity yesterday to rule out making further changes to superannuation. Take a listen. What absolute commitment can you give to the 99.5% of Australians who won't be affected by this change and you won't be messing with their super? Well, people can see what we're doing here, uh, which is we're proposing a change that will have the impact on half a percent of the population. Industry experts wanted these savings redirected to people with low super balances, perhaps women who don't get superannuation whilst on maternity leave. But the Treasurer says that's not the plan right now, arguing the money is needed to fix the budget. Jody. OK, Jen Beshwadi in Canberra, thank you. The man accused of killing Cairns woman Toya Cordingly is this morning on an extradition flight to Australia. Rajwinder Singh has been officially handed over from Indian to, Indian to Queensland Police at the International Airport in Delhi and is right now making his way to Melbourne Airport. The 38-year-old has denied playing any role in Toya's death. Home values have fallen 9.1% across the country since their peak last year, with Sydney the only capital city bucking the trend. Nationally, home values eased by 0.14% in February, according to CoreLogic. Homes in Melbourne have dropped by 9.6% since this time last year. In Brisbane, they've fallen 6.8%. Sydney prices dropped more than 13% in the past year, but saw a small change in February, rising 0.3%. Leading economists warn that this plunge isn't long-term, with the full effect of interest rate rises yet to hit. An urgent recall is underway this morning for dozens of over-the-counter cough medicines. The TGA is targeting 55 products containing an ingredient called folcodine used to suppress a dry cough. Folcodine has been linked with a risk of allergic reaction to another drug that's used in general anaesthesia, with 50 cases reported in Australia, one of them fatal. Anyone facing surgery should tell their doctor if they've used folcodine in the past year. 
A teenager is recovering in hospital this morning after allegedly being stabbed by another student at a school in Melbourne's north. It's understood the Year 10 boy was stabbed in the neck with a pair of scissors. Shocked peers called their parents to collect them from school. The alleged aggressor was taken into custody and the 15-year-old victim is in a stable condition at the Royal Children's Hospital. It's part of a rise in aggressive behaviour reported in Victorian schools. Four incidents reported every day. An investigation is underway after a fire broke out at a chemical manufacturing plant in Sydney's east. Engineers worked into the evening monitoring a controlled blaze at a cooling tower which erupted at around 6am yesterday. There were fears the tower could collapse onto six potentially explosive hydrogen gas tankers. Locals have been able to return home with an 800 metre exclusion zone scaled back to only include an area within the site. Fire crews and hazmat teams remain on standby as engineers monitor the towers that remain at risk of collapsing.